Hey guys, I'm Mitch and welcome to the Fit Club for Dads podcast where we help fathers become the fit, strong and confident men that they need to be for themselves and their families. Now being a dad whilst creating and maintaining peak physical and mental fitness is not easy. So we're here to give you the tools and the insights from myself and other fit dads to help you become the man that you want to be. What's up guys, Coach Mitch here and welcome to episode two of the Fit Club for Dads podcast. And as it is only the second episode, you know, we've we've just gotten this thing started off. I wanted to kind of pre-frame in this episode a little bit more about what this whole podcast is about because I don't want you to think that this podcast is just about health and fitness and eating better and training. Those things are definitely important and we definitely will discuss those things but I'm not here to lecture you on stuff that you already know. You know. I'm not here to tell you that you shouldn't be eating junk food and you should be eating whole grains and veggies and lean meats. Like you already know that kind of stuff. You know, and I'm not here to tell you all about calories. You've probably heard it a million times. I'm not here to tell you that, yeah, you need to go and train at the gym. Yes, those things are important, but what this podcast is really meant to do is to help you develop and improve the way that you think so that you can develop and improve the way that you act as a father, as a man who is strong and confident. You know, that's what I want to develop here because that's what I think is the hardest thing to do. That is one of the hardest things to teach. And the most difficult things to learn is how to change yourself. On the outside, fairly simple. But I think that no external change actually sticks unless you're changing on the inside. And it's very difficult to change the way that you have been thinking for your entire life. Like you've got to rewire a lot of those pathways in your brain that you have set in stone over years and decades of thinking a certain way. Now, it can be done, though. I'm hoping that as you listen to more and more of what is said on this podcast and listening to some of the other guys who've gone through this process of updating their way of thinking and, and changing some of their belief systems and core values that you're going to see how that could seriously change the way that you think, how you deal with problems inside of your life, and how you respond and act inside of your life to produce the kind of result that you would actually love to see. So the topic of today's little lesson is the four phases of mastery. And essentially, This is relevant in terms of your fitness because the kind of fitness that I would like to see every father have is not the kind of fitness that you get at the end of a 12-week challenge or a 10-week challenge or something that you sign up for short term and you start training more and eating better and great, you lose 10, maybe even 20 kilos at the end of that time period, but you don't actually learn how to create a new lifestyle a new set of habits and some supporting values and beliefs that are going to allow you to continue to progress from that point once that challenge is over. I would like to see the guys that listen to what we're saying on this podcast and who engage as part of the legendary community seriously change their lives, seriously change the way that they think and act and and improve themselves and become masters in their ability to build and maintain fantastic physical and mental fitness. But what we're going to talk about today, these four phases of mastery, is not just about mastery and fitness and health. It's the same four phases are going to be relevant in whatever area it is that you're trying to improve inside your life, whether it's your relationships, 
whether it's your career or your business, whether it's a passion of yours that you have inside of your life, your communication skills, your confidence, whatever it might be, these four phases are a part of the process that you're trying to go through to become a master at that particular craft. And I just be clear on what a master is. Someone who is a master at something does everything pretty much perfectly, basically all of the time, like everyone still makes mistakes, but pretty much perfect basically all the time without even having to think about it that hard. Like they've just done it that much that they just nail it out of the gate. Like they just nail it as soon as they wake up in the morning because they've just repeated that pattern so often. And that is how mastery occurs. It's consistency and it's work. But let's go through these four phases very quickly. And as I highlight these phases for you, and you think about the things that you want to improve inside of your life, what I'd like you to try and do is ask yourself, which of these phases am I in right now in the area of my life that I really want to see change? Okay, so the four phases go like this. I'm going to just name them real quick, and then I'm going to break each one of them down. And as I do that, just think which one you find yourself sitting in in the area of your life that you're trying to improve right now. So phase number one is unconsciously incompetent. You're unconsciously incompetent in phase number one. Phase number two, you are consciously incompetent. Phase number three, you become consciously competent. And phase number four, which is when once you've reached mastery in this particular area, you have unconscious competency. All right, so let's break those things down so that we're not confused here. So phase number one, unconsciously incompetent, right? So firstly, and this goes for every single one of us, we start out incompetent. We are born incompetent. We're born knowing nothing, having no skills, being a completely blank slate, right? We're incompetent at that point. We can't do anything, right? So regardless of what it is we're trying to improve at, at the starting point on day one of anything that we're trying to get good at or learn, we're incompetent. We just don't know. Like We've just begun the journey. We don't know. Now, phase one is unconsciously incompetent. This means that you aren't doing the right things, like you're missing the point or you're failing and you're not even aware of it. Like you don't even know why things aren't working out or you're not even aware of the fact that the actions that you're creating right now are causing you to fail. Like you're just doing stuff, seeing a result and the result is basically you're incompetent, right? Very few people find themselves at this point because at this point, you know, we're adults inside of our lives we usually know when we're screwing up, right? We're usually aware of it. And that's where phase two is. Phase two is to be consciously incompetent, which means that you know that you're screwing up. You know that you're making the wrong choices. You know that your actions do not align with what it is that you're trying to do, but you're still doing it, right? And here's the thing. Most people in a lot of ways, in a lot of areas inside of our lives, find ourselves in phase two, and it can be really crappy in phase two because it's like you feel bad about yourself because you know that you're not making the right choices. Like, you know, you're eating shit. You know that you're not training. You know that you're gaining weight. You know why it's happening, but you're not doing anything about it. Well, firstly, I want you to just remind yourself after having listened to this so far that you're not in phase one, even though it sucks where you're at right now because you're aware of it and you know you're not doing the right thing you're not at phase one, you're at phase two. Like you are aware of what you're going wrong. That is the start of making progress. That is a step on the way to mastery, right? So the fact that you're aware is a good thing, okay? Even if you're still making the bad decisions despite being aware, that's still a lot better than not being aware of where you're going wrong or the fact that what you're doing is not helping you. You're aware of it, you know it, okay? 
The next step is phase three, and that's to become consciously competent. All right, so you've gone from consciously incompetent to becoming consciously competent. So it means that you became aware of the things that you were doing incorrectly and the things that were hurting you and hurting your ability to succeed and be happy and be confident and you know be the leader and the role model you want to be for your family. And you've decided to change those things. You've decided to become competent. You've decided to start to put actions in place. You've decided to change your habits You start looking after your body, you start training, you start eating correctly, you start losing weight, you start becoming this fit and confident guy. You're right in phase three at this point. You know, if you've started your journey already to becoming a fit father, then you're either transitioning from two to three, you know, you're on that moment where you still do some things wrong, which is fine, it's a process, but you are making those changes. Fantastic. And once you're at the point where you pretty much have your lifestyle and your habits and routines set up so that you can become that fit, strong, confident man for your family. Now you're solidly in phase three, right? But the difference between phase three, which is really good, that's a great place to be, is the fact that in phase four, you become unconsciously competent, right? The difference between three and four is that in stage three, which is where a lot of people never make it out of stage two. Most people are sitting in stage two. That's where they stop. And that's where they end up living lives of quiet desperation, unsure of how to change, unsure of how to improve themselves, and then just end up seeking comfort in really shitty ways like drinking or smoking or eating food or just things that are unfulfilling in the long term and it ultimately end up leading them to feel like they've missed out on a lot of life. That's where a lot of people stick. It sucks to to know that that's the case, but that is the case. The next most amount of people are consciously competent people, right? Which is great. Phase three, you're doing the right things. The difference between that and mastery is that in phase three, it requires a lot of mental energy to push yourself to do those right things. Like you're still in kind of the early stages of this change that you want to create. You know, when it comes to fitness, it's like maybe you're in the first six months of the workouts and the training and changing the diet. And it's like, you're still pushing yourself to do the right things. You're still tracking everything. You're still sometimes struggling with the decisions to say no to going out with your friends or or saying no to having a drink with your mates. Sometimes you still struggle to get yourself out of bed. And essentially it takes mental energy. You're consciously aware of the fact that you need to do the right thing. In phase four, when you get to this phase, the stage of mastery, all of those things that you do to achieve the result, to be fit, to be strong, to be confident, to be healthy, to be the man that you want to be, all those things become so routine that not doing them feels weird, like not doing them feels wrong. You know, on the days when you don't get your workout in, you're like pissed off because you didn't get your workout in because that's how natural it feels to you right now. And that's what mastery really means. Like once you've mastered your health and your fitness, the chances of you going back from there are very, very slim. Like it would take something life ruiningly bad for you to lose that level of mastery that you've created in this area. Like one of the worst injuries you could imagine or something tragic really happened inside your life that really just throws you through a loop. Those things happen to people. But even in those stages, you know, a lot of those times, if you've become unconsciously competent and you've achieved that level of mastery and you've been there for so many years, even when something like that happens, you're still able to fight yourself back from it. So to take someone out of that level of mastery, that phase four level, it becomes unconsciously competent, like you're doing the work and it takes no mental energy for you to push yourself to do the work because it just feels so right for you. Once you've hit that level, 
you've achieved the goal, you seriously have gotten yourself to the point where you're not putting on an act for anyone. You're not trying to pretend that you're this person who eats well or trains hard or achieve these results. And you're not doing it for anyone else. You're just doing it because that's what you feel is right for you. And that's what works for you. Once you're at that point, you don't need anything else. You're there. You've achieved mastery in this area. It doesn't require any extra mental energy for you to do the things that you need to do. Things may change inside of your life. Like here's the thing. Another difference between conscious competency and unconscious competency is that when you're consciously competent, when life changes, when things happen like a pandemic or you lose your job or you know you have to move or something like that, the consciously competent, that can really screw up the good habits that they've put in place when they're in that phase three. Because it's like, it takes a lot of mental energy to do the work already. You throw that curveball in there, you lose the habit. Let's say you get a bad injury, you hurt your shoulder, you hurt your back, something like that. It's the kind of thing that can take the consciously competent and send them right back to phase two. Whereas when those things happen to phase four people, like true masters in that area, they find a way to adjust what they're doing to suit their new circumstances, to continue to be a master in that area, to continue to be fit, strong, confident, healthy men. That's the level that I want to see the men that I work with. And as a father listening to this right now, that I want to see you achieve. Because once you're at that point, you're sorted for the rest of your life then. It doesn't require you. It's not something like, oh shit, I've got to do this forever. No, it's like, cool, that's my life now. That's who I am now. This is the example I set for my children. This is how I get to feel every single day. And it's just, that's my new normal. That's what I aim to create for the men that I work with. And that's what I would like to see for as many fathers as I can possibly help. And also, you know, whether you engage with me in any other way other than just listening to this podcast, I still want to see that for you. And I want you to, after listening to what I've spoken about today, ask yourself, which of those phases do you feel you're at? You know, you're probably aware of some of the things that you want to change or aware of some of the ways in which you are stopping yourself from becoming a master in this area or really, you know, being that fit, strong, confident guy you want to be. So maybe you're somewhere in phase two, or maybe you started your journey and you're making some positive changes. You've got some processes in place, some new habits in place that are supporting the kind of health and fitness that you want to create for yourself, not just physically, but mentally as well. So you're less stressed, you're more energized, you're a better role model and leader for your kids. Or maybe you're finding yourself solidly in phase three where you're doing all the right shit. Um, you're feeling really good about it. You look good. You feel good inside and out. And you're helping your family do all those same things as well. For that person in phase three to become a master, all you've got to do is just continue to do what you're doing, is continue to live those habits, is to continue to put in the time and the consistency and the repetition to gain that level of mastery. And also recognize if you're a phase three guy right now, you're doing all the right stuff then when challenges come along, when changes happen inside your life that screw up your routine that you've worked hard to create, know that that challenge is one of the things that you need to overcome in order to gain mastery and become a phase four guy because phase four guys don't stop when things like that try to stop them from achieving their goals. And this, again, this is not just about physical fitness and health, guys. This is any area of your life. If you want to improve your business, you know, same exact four phases, like, You know where you're going wrong. You need to make some changes. You start to put in those good habits in place. You get to the point where you're doing all the right stuff, but it still costs you a lot of mental energy. Then you get to the point where you're doing all that stuff consistently every single time because that's just what it feels right. So there you go, guys. The four phases of mastery. See where you're at in those phases right now. You can apply this to a bunch of areas of your life. 
And then ask yourself the question, okay, well, what do I need to get to the next phase? What are the things that I need to change if I'm in phase two? Um, if I'm in phase three right now, then what do I need to make sure that I continue to do to get to phase four? What do I need to do when I hit an obstacle to help me get to phase four as well? Uh, I don't think anyone is in phase one, but if you thought you were in phase one, okay, cool. Your first step is just to become aware of the things that you're doing wrong so you can start to move up those ranks as well. With that said, guys, that's all I want to speak about today. Hopefully that was relevant and something to, gave you something to think about. And hopefully that gives you a bit of a nudge to start to become more and more competent and therefore more and more confident, fit, strong, healthy, and happy leaders inside of your household. All right. Thank you very much, brothers. Have an amazing day. And I can't wait to speak to you again on the next episode. Cheers. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. And to all the dads out there, I'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out. You can find me on Facebook under Legend Daddy or on Instagram under Legend Daddy Challenge. Plus, be sure to grab my free five-day Fit Guy for Dads program. It's exclusively for fathers. And you can find that on legendaddy.com.au slash free. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when we drop our next episode. And if you got some real value out of this, please click the review button and share your thoughts. And also if there's a man out there, a father out there that you think would really benefit from what we talk about here on the Fit Club for Dads podcast, then send that link over to him. Have an amazing day, guys.